dog eats his own feces, you consider a dog a filthy animal? Hit it. Guys show is brought to you by Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash bookguys and get a free book just for signing up for a free trial. This is the Book Guys show. I'm back. How you doing, guys? <laughs> My name is Paul Alves, joined as always by the one and only Sir Jimmy. How you doing, Jimmy? Sir Jimmy, otherwise known as Sir Jimmy, good evening to both of y'all. How you doing? And uh, we're joined all the way. Uh, I believe he came here in a soapbox rocket. His name is Craig Damelo. What's up, Craig? That is correct. I'm doing good. It's uh, sunny and warm in, Se- in Seattle as always. Yeah, and it's, it's nice for me to be back on the show. And uh, Although I did enjoy last week because I got to listen to the show with no pre-advanced warning of what it was about. Ah, so you're taking the George Lucas uh, route on that one, eh? <laughs> yes. Listen, <laughs> if I could improve the book I show that much by leaving, I would. <laughs> Don't get me started on George Lucas. <laughs> I was just reading an article about him the other day where uh, at the end, when he had finished Star Wars, he looked at one of his producers and said, well, you know, we could have made it crappier and we would have made the same money. Like, <laughs> that pretty much sums up George Lucas for me. <laughs> he was upset they had spent so much money and made it so good. <sighs> so this is episode 121, gentlemen, and uh, maybe we'll start with uh, what we're reading. What's on your... Let me find out what's on our Kindles. What's on your... What's in your Audible app? What are you what reading? What are you reading? What are you reading, Jimmy? What's new? Well, I'm waiting to start something new because uh, I-, I just finished up a, a-, a book by Ben Meserick. Called Seven Wonders. Oh. It's about uh, a dude who his brother gets killed, and his brother was like a scientist type computery guy. And him and his team are sent uh, chasing clues all across the world. And the, one of the first places that leads them to is one of the Seven Wonders of the world where they find another clue. And I think you can see where this is going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, but uh um Yeah, that's pretty much it. It it held my attention. I the, I liked the writing. It didn't have a lot of that, you know, Bobby said and Johnny exclaimed kind of stuff that throws you out of the narrative. So, uh it it I give it a I don't know. A C plus. <laughs> there you go. A C plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> C plus. Uh, anything new on, on uh, Craig? What about Craig's uh, nightstand Kindle? Uh, yeah, I actually nice. I read quite a few recently. One, I, I finished uh, our guest, Matt Youngmark's uh, uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books, uh, the second two, Thrust of Justice and The Time-Traveling Dinosaur. Nice. Uh, so, both those, of, both of those sound like Doctor Who episodes. 
I don't know why. <laughs> and then and then I read uh, the Instant Physicist, an illustrated guide by Richard A. Moeller. Oh. Which is a short read. Uh, it's a good book. Uh, just kind of one page summaries and uh, information. The guy also wrote um, Physics for Future Presidents, uh, which is a recommended book as well. Oh. Very cool list there, my friend. Uh, I made a big mistake this week. I, um, I decided to finally read some Terry Pratchett, and <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I started the uh, Discworld series by Terry Pratchett. Now, uh, the reason I'm saying I made a mistake is because uh, uh, I read the first one on the Kindle, and I uh, just, uh, you know, I said, well, maybe I'll read the rest of the series. And then I realized there's 40 books in the series. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, the Discworld universe, uh, I'm reading the description here. It says it's a universe much like our own. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a completely different. I disagree with this description I'm looking at here. Uh, in the Discworld, guys, the world is flat. Uh, and that flat disc that is the world is supported by four giant elephants who, of course, are standing on the back of the giant turtle, turtle named Atuan, a sex unknown, who flies across space. <laughs> uh, and and uh, basically, this, this one is called The Color of Magic. It's the first one, and it follows uh, a, we'll call, I call him a wizard of poor quality. Uh, he basically knows one spell, a forbidden spell, and uh, he basically doesn't want to ever use it because it's uh, one of the, like, the top seven like the most powerful spells in the universe. Uh, but he ends up, through uh, shenanigans and, and uh, just mishappenings, he ends up being put in charge of uh, protecting the world's first ever tourist, an insurance salesman named Two Flower, a uh, very rich and powerful gentleman. And uh, they end up on an adventure, and uh, I'm going to put a post a review at bookguys.ca, which, by the way, folks, is back up. And uh, I think I kind of, I, I screwed myself over because now I think I'm going to be spending the next uh, week or two uh, going through Discworld uh, books. Uh, he kind of... Uh, it's Turtles All the Way Down, right? <laughs> yeah, Turtles All the Way Down. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so Pratchett really reminds me of the writing style. like a, It's like a Douglas Adams. So I, I needed a break from some all this uh, nonfiction and stuff I was reading. So I think this is a good break. Need some comedy. Some comedy. Gentlemen. Uh, we got some book news, but I think we're uh, kind of light on book news, but we'll play the jingle anyways. What do you say? Play. Yeah. We'll talk about some of these. Book news. Okay. First one is uh, Guys Oyster and Scribd, and they're, they're basically the Netflix of ebooks, uh, has just signed their third of the top five publishers. So Macmillan is now uh, on board. So that adds a lot of books to uh, both Oyster and Scribd. And still, two services I won't use because I don't read enough ebooks. Same. You know, you can make it 10 bucks a month. I'm still only going to read one on the Kindle. You know, my problem with Scribd is uh, they started out as just basically a place to upload pirated copies of uh, books. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I never really got beyond that because it, they were always of such poor quality. Yeah. Oh, and speaking Assuming of... Assuming I had tried them out. Speaking of poor quality, we're going to maybe have a guest on later. We'll see if he's on the Skypes. Uh, someone who actually experienced purchasing a book made, speaking of poor quality, by one of these automated uh, book-creating robots. Oh, I was thinking you, you found a guest that was... You were apologizing because they were <laughs> poor quality. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So, 
wait, the, the, the machine, is this one that anybody can publish, can print a book on, or is the machine randomly select words and No, it's, it's actually software. So uh, these, are, these are software. There's a guy who has a patent, but I think uh, criminals that do this kind of stuff and, and post all these books on Amazon and other ebook sites don't really care about patents. So I'm not sure if this is coming out of the same guy who had the patent, but it's um, software that you basically tell it what you want to write the book about, and it goes out and writes the book. It, um, in this case, I believe what the machine was doing was taking other books or sections of other books and, and literally changing each word to a synonym or a, you know. <laughs> so it, it really came off as gobbledygook. And I will have his name as, uh, well, you know, I don't know if he wants us to give out his name. So we'll call him Mr. T for now. Fool. Infinite number of monkeys at an infinite number of typewriters. Yeah. And, I, and uh, the scary thing is I was looking this up and some of this so- these software, whether, which is not available on the internet. I mean, this is software that people, you know, they basically have these pieces of software posting, you know, dozens of books every day onto, you know, sites so they can make, you know, their $1.99 from each book. Um, but uh, this stuff's everywhere. It's, uh, it's scary. But I'm surprised that Amazon has come up a way to filter these people out. You know. What can you do? Uh, today is Wednesday. Next story. Charlie Hebdo prints today. That's that uh, magazine from France. And it's looking now that they're going to print 6 million copies. And I have no idea how they're selling them. I did find a couple of URLs for Charlie Hebdo, but I'm not sure if they're, um, which one of them is the real URL. So I'm not going to give that out on, on, on the air here. I don't want anyone I to saw scammed. Air France was uh, giving them away. Yeah. Uh, on the plane. Cause that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a cheap way to get a free magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, you know, pissing off the uh, Muslim extremists while they're flying. Did they have Robert Paulson putting them in the seat back pockets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Alex Ruiz is drawing Krusty uh, the Clown barfing on them as we speak. <laughs> uh, and one more related story. Oxford University Press just uh, is removing references to pigs from children's books so as not to offend Muslims and Jews. So they've reportedly uh, cautioned against reference to pigs, sausages, anything that could be perceived as pork-related in in upcoming children's books uh, because they don't want to offend Muslim or Jewish readers. And uh, wait till they get my... uh, Wait till they get my letter as a a devout Pastafarian. Yeah, well, I mean, here's an example of one. It's the story of the three little. Once upon a time, there was a mother who had three little baby, the three little grew so big that their mother said to them, and on and on and on. Right. <laughs> uh, what can you do? What can you do? You know what's funny about that is it's, I, I'm not Jewish or Muslim or both, um, but it, it it's actually, I would take that more insulting because it's not that they have a problem with the pig directly. It's all cloven hoof animals. So, and, and if you guys, if you were a hog farmer, you should take uh, exception to it as well, that they're singling out your cloven hoof right. uh, animal. Well, and, not, and, and, uh, deer, and deer would be another one. Uh, deer, they don't eat either. And I know, is, is the pig itself offensive to, to Muslims and Jews, or is it not just the eating of pigs that is forbidden? <clears throat> You know what? Pigs, it's it's not offensive animal. to. I say it's not offensive to Jews or Muslims. It's offensive to idiots. Right. 
Good point. Yeah. And yeah, I know, Jimmy, yeah, the, the pig, a filthy animal. I think uh, just by what we do, we're probably the filthiest animal on earth. <laughs> so, you know, maybe we should ban books with people in it. Dog eats his own feces. You <laughs> consider a dog a filthy animal? Yeah. Yes. I, I do. <laughs> Dogs got personality, though. <laughs> Uh, cleanest animals I know that you can keep in your home is a cat because they will stare at you very mad if their uh, litter box is not clean. And please wear black to work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, we're going to take, you know, guys, I think we're going to take a quick break and see if we can get our, uh, our guest on the line and, and have a chat. If not, we'll be back with some talk about some podcasts and just uh, shoot the breeze. Why not? This is Matt Youngmark from Choosomatic Books, and you're listening to The Book Guys. Book Guys! And we're back. We are back with Sir Jimmy Craig Damelo, and we're going to talk about some podcasts. Podcasts. So, Jimmy, uh, you just reminded me today about one of my... uh, favorite podcast and i had put it on my uh my new android phone uh cord killers hosted by former guests uh and uh buddies of the show brian brushwood and uh tom Merritt. Tom Merritt? and they, they get some interesting guests on and uh basically it's about uh jimmy maybe I'll, I'll leave it to you oh, i i say it's about um wanting to watch you know, it's about TV shows and uh, you know the, the Roku, the new Fire Stick TV. Yeah, uh, pretty cable, much any any way TV, you, you can watch to TV. Watch what you want, Other where you cable. want, on any damn device that you please. <laughs> I think that's kind of how they put it. And yeah. uh, they talk about the the different shows that um, on the different services they you know they get into some of the shows and, and sort of give their opinions on them. You know, I was never going to watch the show Transparent with uh, Jeffrey Tambor that was free on Amazon streaming. And over the weeks, they kept talking about it. And he says, I'm serious. I know you don't want to watch it, but watch it. And I watched it and burned through the whole season. Great yeah. show, great acting, and it just won two Golden Globes. Yeah. Would have never, never. There's a bunch of shows that I, I found through them, through um, Court Killers. Like Broadchurch and uh, I think Young Doctor's Notebook was one of them, and because some of these uh, shows are only available on certain uh, services, right? So you know, and I mean, some of these services are only like three bucks a month. So uh, if you binge watch the show, it'll only cost you three bucks. You know? Sure, they're wearing <laughs> me down over over House of Cards, but um, I, I I watched a little bit of the first episode and was put off by it, and I never even finished the first episode, so I might have to. Oh, you got to go back. back in. <laughs> it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's a good show. <laughs> it's got some good payoffs later. Like, you know, it's, it's like that last episode of Breaking Bad. If you had just watched that on its own, it wasn't worth it. But the buildup to it is what made it, you know, one of the best episodes of television. Okay. Uh, well, they said something about, uh, well, the guest that they had on the show this week said that, um, or Brian Brushwood said that the second season was kind of a, a downer from the first season, just sort of like uh, Orange is the New Black was. But the other guy says, you know, I'm willing to go to the mattresses with you on that. He thought that the second season was really good. But nonetheless, everybody is uh, looking forward to season three. So might just have to jump back into that. But, you know, next week, Justified is going to be starting. Ooh. 
And I'm going to have to take my hat back to the uh, haberdasher and get it re-steamed and shaped. And, uh, I'm already growing uh, and, out the goatee. And Cord Killers is available on audio and video. So you can uh, go to iTunes and get the podcast and video. Yeah, if you have one of them fancy 128 gigabyte iPhones, iPads, yeah. go for the videos. <laughs> Yeah, because it's a it's a large file. He, he he puts out everything in like 720p or something HD. But uh, definitely a, a worth a checkout, especially if you're like me, like in in my room here, in my bedroom. I don't even have a TV hooked up right now, so I, I oh, watch everything on the same exact feed mm-hmm. um, as Cord Killers. They put out another show called Spoiler and Zone. Okay, and it's in the same feed, and it talks you know in depth about shows and. You don't want to listen to it if you haven't seen the show and you don't want to hear about the baseball to the back of the head scene from the first episode of The Walking Dead because they're going to get into it. And right. It's funny because <laughs> they get people writing into them, you know, you totally ruined this show for me. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, a lot of people don't want spoilers. I mean, they, and that, but oh, a lot of yeah, people do. It's so, funny. You know, there's a split there. So, yeah, it's good to put it maybe in a se- separate section. Like well, we, we like to warn people beforehand, but... Oh, yeah, do? if you ever hear the cloister bell. Yeah, and it sounds like this. So we'll, we'll play this sound usually before we spoil the crap out of a show. <laughs> or Although, you didn't play it before you ruined The Walking Dead for me. Yeah, no kidding there, Jimmy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, while we're on pack, podcasts and while Craig is here, I think we have another one here. I'm trying to look at the show notes. Yep. And I just added this one to my... Uh, to my Android phone, I'll be definitely be a, a, a listener. What's that all about, you can Craig? Get, <laughs> I say you can get caught up in a hurry because I've only got one episode out right now, though the second one comes out tomorrow. I uh, really enjoyed the the pre the show zero zero zero. Yeah, that explained what the show was about. That's a, it's yeah. a good one to listen. <laughs> so, so yeah, so uh, that's what. Yeah, it's it's just uh, they're short podcasts. Uh, the first one I think was like a minute and a half. The next one's about four minutes. Oh, I, I was reading that as one hour and fifty four minutes. <laughs> oh no no no, <laughs> that's too long to listen to one person talk. So that's it's right. just me. Uh, they're just kind of uh, thought experiment uh, problems. Uh, kind of, I don't want to call them. They're not really brain teasers because it's not a teaser. But like, uh, so the the first one was about uh, Jello. How high you could stack uh, Jello cylinders, and it's okay. just kind of the, the goal is if you're running a meeting, uh, just kind of to loosen up your team, and uh, you know I, I kind of talk about different ways to use it, use the the problems uh, to uh, kind of make your creative process better. Right, right. Because people hate meetings, and this might just make a meeting a little less horrible. Yeah, I mean, at least have a little bit of fun in the in the first part of it, anyways. You know, no matter how crash the second part's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, uh, lpp.soapboxrocket.com is where everyone can get it. Yeah, and we can uh, make a spot for you on bookguys.ca as well. But do you mm-hmm. run a lot of meetings, Craig? I do. I do a lot of uh, brainstorming sessions, and I also attend a lot, so uh, that. You know, I get it kind of, I get both sides of it. So you're like, this is what I wish these people were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> you know, and it, but it, it's also difficult, uh, you know, to get into it more. But when you go into a meeting, it's, 
especially if if it's a brainstorming for a new product or or just solving a problem, it's hard to get out of your day in day out work. So sometimes having something completely out of the blue, like you know stacking Jello cylinders, kind of helps loosen everybody up up and get them thinking in a different way. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, sort of. Yeah, just change the way they're thinking. Yeah. And, you know, even if you don't have meetings, if you just listen to them uh, and think about them during the day, they might be fun sometimes. Sometimes they're really stupid, uh, and you can let me know that. <laughs> can people send you, like, their thoughts on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, uh, at Soapbox Rocket. I always uh, want to say .com on Twitter. Why? The the at, it, it's the, yeah. for the Twitter thing. I don't know. It's just, don't yeah, you always feel like you should ask .com? Yeah, like, soapbox, soapbox <laughs> rocket dot at. It's like putting the yeah. cart before the horse. <laughs> so what, what topics are you going to be covering in the future there, uh, Craig, at Launchpad Problems? Uh, the one tomorrow is about uh, dropping eggs, uh, the, the classic uh, high school experiment. Right. Uh, I got one coming up about uh, keeping a uh, block of ice frozen in the desert, and uh, I got to think up some more. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Jimmy, anything new on your podcast? I know you're, you're into a lot of podcasts. You probably- I am, and there's one that, uh, that I just – somebody hit me up on Twitter, and they're, they're downloading our podcast. It's a couple guys doing a podcast called Shit's Legit. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, it took a little bit of looking around as I was searching, trying to find the, the actual feed for it. But um, if you – I mean, it's that's it's exactly what I just said. It's legit. <laughs> that, that's what you search for, and you find it. And it's two guys, and they're talking about. From what I've seen, I listen to two podcasts. They do a lot of reviewing um, music, and and some movies, but they're really heavy into music. And I'm, I could see where a, a lot of people might dig that. I'm hoping that they're going to jump into some new type categories. Cause I'm I'm not a big consumer of uh, new music. So, um, but I'm giving these guys a shot. Shit's legit. And they say whether the, whatever they reviewed, whether it was shit or totally legit. <laughs> I'm not finding, uh, I'm not finding their podcast. So maybe we'll have to look for what it's exactly called. That's it. Shit's legit. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it. Maybe it's only on iTunes. You, you gotta, you gotta also say you're over 18 to look for it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it took a little bit of work to get the feed to show up in um, in Downcast, but it was in. It's there. Okay, so it's S H I T, not not like the Eugene Levy's new show, uh, Shits Creek, which is S C H I T T. All right, the, I, it's actually Shits S H I T apostrophe S space legit. Yeah. That's how it comes up. Uh, for on, some reason, I'm not finding on the Android uh, on one of my podcatchers here. I'll just. I'll look on iTunes. That's horrible grammar. Oh, it is. Shit is legit. <laughs> the, other, the other thing you got to make sure you got on your feed is uh, the Ozone Nightmare Late Night. Uh, That's right. The last two weeks had a great special guest. That's right. <laughs> part two came out yesterday. I'm going to consume part two soon. Yeah, uh, I, I listened I, to it. I, I actually I dug the discussion about the uh, working on plumbing and electrical at your house yeah. as someone who's gotten wet and electrocuted. Um, not at the same time, luckily. <laughs> yeah, and we did part one, and part one we were really just flowing. 
and he wanted to break it up into two parts. And I felt like the momentum got crushed. And when we came back for part two, I was sort of thinking that part two didn't live up to part one. And I told him that. So um, be on the lookout for part three. <laughs> Excellent. Which is already it's already recorded and maybe out next week. I don't know if you guys uh, let me ask you um, while I've got you here uh, using Downcast. I have it set up to download every the most recent version of every podcast right so the most recent episode so on like last night when he released his regular five at uh ozone.libsyn.com it I, it only downloaded the five that he, he put up like the late night and then put up the the five minute episode so when my podcatcher downcast went to download the most recent episode it doesn't download the late night because it's not the most uh, recent one. So you it might have to. Lost. I think you can, you can go in. I, I used to use Downcast. You can go in and set a, a specific podcast to download the last two or three. Yeah, but I, I think that's like when when both of you guys when your late nights got posted, I didn't Same even problem. know about them. Yeah, see, I run iTunes and it show. You're right, it showed up, but it didn't download it. So it showed up in my list, and actually, I just I was connected to the internet listening to it, so I didn't have an, I didn't have to download it. I just streamed right. it, but I could have just clicked the download. But yeah, it's the same way; it only downloads the newest one. So if there's more than one, then you got to go in there and tell it to download it. But it, it does still list it. Hmm. So I think it might be getting buried. And I told him about that this morning. So he said next week he's going to do some kind of a test. Because I, I don't know if anybody's ever bothered to bring it up. Because how many people that do the late yeah, nights? Know. You know, hmm. I don't. He I don't, should just I don't drop like, the five on the night he does a late night. Right. Yes. Nobody puts Jimmy in the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ozone nightmare. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. So ozone dot libsyn, as in liberated syndication. L i b s y n. Ozone dot dot com. You can go. And find all the links to the show and listen to the shows right there over the internet. Yeah, now that we have the website back up, we can actually put actual show notes on our Oh, that's website. right. Uh, I believe uh, Mr. Alves has done quite a bit of work redoing the website at bookguys.ca, which is... Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm manually adding back all our episodes from the, from the podcast. Cool. What, what country is that, .ca? That would be uh, Canada, America. What a country. What a country. <laughs> I, I didn't think they gave protectorates uh, top-level domains. I guess I was wrong. Oh, I got to play this because, you know what, <laughs> during the break, we, we were talking about uh, uh, your podcast there, buddy, Launchpad Problems, and I know you were talking yeah. about uh, Jello Shots and Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to play this clip from, I think this clip is for like 20 years old. I, I just found it and, you know, why not? Here we go. Spanish fly was the thing that all boys uh, at, from age 11 on up to death, <laughs> we will still be searching for Spanish fly. <laughs> and, and, and what was the old, the old story was, if you took put a little in. drop, no, it was on the head of a pin, pin a drop and you put it in, it in the drink. Coca-Cola, don't Cut. matter. It doesn't make it, and the girl would drink it, and she's sure. hello, America. <laughs> 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 so you, he wasn't lying. you said you were talking about jello on the on the the first launch pad problems is that correct yeah that is correct 
All right, where were you on the night of February 13th, 1979? <laughs> were you at the Playboy Mansion? Very well, I could have been. I was not uh I was still two separate uh chromosomes uh at that time in my life, so who knows where I was. <laughs> oh. Hmm. I didn't realize. That was a smart way of saying I wasn't born. Yet. I understand the information <laughs> you've given me, sir. I just did not realize. Uh, Craig's the youngest here, bud. Young. <laughs> We're getting old. We're getting old, Jimmy. God. I'm the oldest here, I think. Way too old. So, you don't uh, look a day over 65. Working on a couple of things for upcoming shows. I think we might make a quick one this week, but uh, a couple of guests. And, you know, Jimmy, uh, I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say who I'm. I'm working on because then oh. it never happens, right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, I, I know the ever. one you're talking about. Uh, hopefully that'll happen. Hopefully that's another, uh, po- another podcast that I've been listening to uh, only because I, I watched the TV show. I really enjoyed watching that. I think it was on Netflix. I watched Comedy Bang Bang. And uh, uh, you can go to comedybangbang.com and check out their podcast. Um. Scott Ackerman is the host, and he's got a lot of friends in Hollywood. So, uh, I mean, some of his guests that show up on his podcast are A-list, not B-list, not C-list. A-list guests show up and do the silliest skits with him and just talk and have a laugh. And, of course, he did a Reddit AMA. Is that correct? He did. He did. Is that where you put him on blast? That's him. (laughs) And I've got his band leader. You know, every every uh, late night talk show has to have a band leader, right? His is Reggie Watts. And if you don't know who Reggie Watts is, you want to look him up on Netflix too. Look for his uh, TED Talk. Um, he's he's just talented, weird man. Randy Watson. <laughs> Reggie Watts. <laughs> All right. And, uh, Randy yeah. Watson. He was the leader of Sexual Chocolate. Hey now. Mm. So here's some of the guests they've had on their on the TV version of their podcast: John Hamm, Amy Poehler, Paul Rudd, uh, Seth Rogen, etc., and uh, others. Is Here. is Paul Rudd uh, related to Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd. I was going to say in, go. in Soviet <laughs> Canadian, Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd, Zach Galifianakis. It's funny. I, I can pronounce Galifianakis, but I can't pronounce Rudd. Weird Al Yankovic. The days are gone when, uh, you know, uh, actors used to change their names to Smith, right? <laughs> you know, like Galifianakis wouldn't have flown in the 70s. No. They've been like, Zach, your name is now John Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, like Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. Wow. Ba-ba-da. So, yeah, I got some stuff upcoming. I'm going to try... To not spend the next three weeks uh, listening or reading Terry Pratchett's Discworld, but I can't promise anything. So we both have sent in our orders to uh, Kaylin over at BrilliantsAudio.com for a bunch of new uh, audio books, and I see where you copied me on my order. So <laughs> I was like, should- "Me too." <laughs> That was that was way. I, it takes a lot to get through the list that she sends out. So right, I, I, I see. I, I just figured you were you were ready. Uh, you know, putting a request in. So I figured we might yeah. as well. They finally had a couple of Arthur C. Clarke books in there. 
that I have never read. You know, Fall of Moon Dust and Sands of Mars. That's right up my alley. And uh, Fountains of Paradise. I'd love to read all of those. But then, then there's actually there's a Tender as a Night, an old F. Scott Fitzgerald book that was all the rage in 1937. So, a little throwback. I think we have a new Space Odyssey movie coming up. I'm, I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me on that. But I think they're working on a 3001 or 4001. <laughs> I wish they'd get off of that whole thing and just... They need to tackle... If they're going to tackle something, they need to tackle Rama. Yeah, Rendezvous with Rama would be a great uh, great movie. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, there's so, so many... You, you know what it would be great for is Amazon or Netflix need to do a mini... or a TV show on that. Cause that's what it's set up for. Yeah. Well, I think Netflix is doing well though, uh, with their current model, which is take shows and properties that, you know, were doing pretty good on other, you know, networks and revive them, you know, like arrested development. They're like, okay, so they're only doing 6 million or 5 million big deal. That's awesome. You know, <laughs> like for them, it's great. I agree. Rama would would be an excellent TV show because there there's so much the the universe is so big, and there's it could just constant discoveries. It'd be almost like Lost in Space, you know? Right. Yeah. Always that was, did you ever the play the video game, the computer Rama game that was like five CDs? No. Do that tell. That was good. It was. <laughs> It wasn't. It was. It was like mist, where you would click to move. You weren't. It wasn't a free environment, but uh, so it was based on uh, Rendezvous with Rama. And uh, but you had a. It was CD days, but you had to switch out the CDs as you went through the game. And I think it was like five. Mist drove me insane. You flick a switch, <laughs> and then you'd have to roam around the entire world to find out what the hell happened when you flicked that switch. <laughs> That'd be cool if somebody could t- had taken that game and condensed it down onto a DVD, or even better, where you could just load it onto your hard drive. Uh, I think Mist is available on iOS. Yes, I believe it is. Uh, Mist iOS. I'm actually reading the. I'm actually reading the second book in the Mist trilogy. Ah, and yes, you can buy it for currently it's five dollars and seventy nine cents on the iOS store. So you can frustrate yourself right. while on the road. Yeah. Oh gosh, the Rendezvous with Rama video game came out in 1984. I didn't even, that must have been the very first CDs. Wow. Did you need a math coprocessor uh, there for was, that one? No, there was one, there was one later than that. There had to have been. 96. Yeah. Uh, hmm. First person adventure game, Sierra Entertainment, 1996. Nice. Trying to see if I can find a. Oh man, that's some cheesy graphics right there, baby. Uh, I got here. <laughs> Rendezvous with Rama for the Apple II. Let's see if there's some music. I have to skip the. Oh, first. even in uh, Wikipedia, they say Mist like adventure game. Oh, yes. I, I didn't high. know Mist was a series of books. I just thought it was a game. Yeah, the books are based on the game, and it's like the first one is the Book of Artris. I read that last year, uh, so I, I'd gotten the Mist Reader, which is just uh, all three books in one Kindle uh, thing. Yeah, the Book of Artris. H. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Now I'm reading the, the heck is the second one called? 
Um, and then there's a third one uh, that I have not gotten to yet, obviously. Oh, this is one of those uh, text adventures with uh, very minimal pictures. <laughs> it looks neat. Yeah, but that would be uh, it would be very conducive to a movie and a TV show and a video game, to be honest. Uh, Rendezvous with Rama. Yeah, it, it being so big, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ra- ra- Rendezvous with Rama 2, The Garden of Rama. That all goes on. And I reread Rendezvous with Rama, and um, I'm sort of jonesing to read the rest of the series again. Yeah, I, I remember when I finished that, uh, I really enjoyed it. And then you, you, I think it was you that told me that, well, it's a whole series. Oh, I got I to gotta get on that train, finish that off. What is it? Uh, is it two book, three books? It's at least three. And then I, I believe um, it, it continued on with Arthur C. Clarke brought in uh, a co-writer named Gentry Lee. Mm-hmm. And... I'm, I'm trying to remember what the name of that book was, but yeah, the series, I think it may have continued past three books. Hmm. Interesting, my friend. So, uh, guys, our, our guest couldn't make it today, Mr. T. Remember him from the A-Team? Uh, so maybe I'm going to let the folks know what, what that was all about. Uh, uh, we Maybe we'll have them on in a, another day when they're available. But uh, we just had a first-hand account of someone who uh, had... Uh, one of these books, purchased one of these books from Amazon that was created by one of these algorithms, this piece of software. So, so this thing was literally uh, bits and pieces from other books on the same topic and each and every word they would find a, a synonym for it. Like, it was like, uh, uh, I, I guess the thesaurus is a big part of this software's uh, functioning. Um, so every single word other than like a, the, and, and would be uh, changed. And it was just basically a piece of crap. They had to return it. But uh, what's, I mean, a, what's a good word for thesaurus? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to look, up, look it up in the thesaurus. That's that an old Stephen Wright joke. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, and, and I mean, it's uh, no fault of anyone's own. I mean, if, if you're buying a book for someone and you really don't give a crap about the topic or know anything about the topic, so like let's say... You know, you, you know someone that's doing X activity and you buy a book on X activity in the Amazon store. I mean, you know, you don't know which book to get, right? So you just pick one at random and the, with a nice cover and you, you mail it off to your friend. And then they get it and it's all gobbledygook, you know. <laughs> None of it makes sense. So that's not cool. Not cool. Things that robots are doing, they're just messing with us now. They, you know, Skynet's coming. Just saying. They're going to start off by selling us uh, you know, low quality books. Eventually they're going to move up to trying to sell us vacuum clean, you know, cleaners door to door. And eventually they're going to wipe us out. Well, maybe Is we'll, that it? Yeah. Maybe we'll end on that, on that high note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> hey. We look forward to seeing you not dead next week. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, guys. Check out the show notes, folks. Craig's uh, podcast. Jimmy was on a podcast. It's all about podcasts. It's awesome. And maybe we'll rendezvous with you next week. Same book time. Same book channel. Stay tuned, book readers and book listeners. Book Guys show will return next week. Same book time. Same book channel. 
Hey, maybe we could get an algorithm so that it would uh, basically do our podcast every week. We just give yeah, it and come up with show titles and book guests. Yeah, 